insight meditation is essentially concerned with what it means to be awake. What it means to bring a increasing degree of wakefulness into our life and to allow that quality of wakefulness to inform our life. It's so easy to live our life on some kind of automatic pilot driven by habits, patterns, reactivity, historical conditioning in a way in which there can often feel to be very little freedom, very little space, very little sense of genuinely being able to direct one's life in a wholesome way because the power and the force of conditioning, of reactivity that we can encounter within us can easily be overwhelming. And yet, at the same time, we can recognize, we can acknowledge that we have the capacity to be conscious, to be awake. And in that wakefulness, in the simple process of giving attention to, being mindful of, being aware and in touch with our experience, that we open up the possibilities of our life moment by moment as we are more able to be conscious, to be present, we have the possibility of aligning and orienting our life directly and clearly with what it is that we most value, with what it is that is most contributing to well-being, to happiness, to peace, to freedom in life. And so we're really invited here to give ourselves to this experience of being conscious, of being present, of being awake. And the the vehicle of this wakefulness, we could say, is our capacity to pay attention to notice what's happening as it is happening in our experience, in our life, day by day, moment by moment. The more we are able to live in contact with the immediacy of the present moment, the aliveness of where we actually are, the more we begin to free ourselves from being bound to repeat cycles from the past, born to be, sorry, we free ourselves from being bound to be driven by the the voices, the stories, the perspectives and the views that are informed by our history rather than our actuality, where we are in any moment. So the practice is essentially the practice of paying attention of connecting directly, clearly and with sensitivity in relationship to, in fact, the totality of our life. But initially it's useful to bring some simplification, some focus to our attention. And we use very much, as we've already suggested, as a focus the body and the breathing the simple physicality of our life, physical form, and the breathing which in its natural rhythm and flow is something that is always here for us to connect with, to experience, that can be very supportive for the capacity we have to be attentive and present. And so although the Instruction will be towards focusing and connecting with 
your body and with the breathing that moves in your body as a foundation for being present, for living where we actually are, rather than being lost in the past or the future. That while we're connecting with the breath, with the body, the intention in that is not to be excluding or in any way rejecting or devaluing the rest of our experience or in fact anything at all of our life. But just that we recognize or we understand that there's a value in in training the mind and heart to be steady and focused in a simple way. And that steadiness and focus then allows us to open our attention over time to include, to embrace and to explore everything that arises. And in that way, it's useful to have a sense of respectfulness, of of care, of honouring the totality of what arises, not regarding any particular experience as wrong or somehow unwelcome, and yet being interested to understand and to explore what is supportive, what is helpful, we could say skillful, in our way of meeting and responding to what takes place, to what arises. So in paying attention to the body and the breath, we may notice at times the tendency for wishing things to be a certain way, wishing our body to be different than it is, maybe wishing or believing our breath should be different than it is. And this tendency to put pressure on the experience, put pressure on ourselves based on some idea that the way it is is not okay. This, this form of pressure and the way in which it can disconnect us from experience is something we can really benefit from releasing, from relinquishing. Although, of course, there may be many things that could be beneficially improved in life and in ourselves. There can be an addiction at times to that process. And without abandoning the possibility of wholesome change and development, of course, that is part of what we're concerned with. At the same time, establishing as a primary base a foundation of willingness to meet the way things are without demand for it to be other than this. So paying attention to the breathing, paying attention to your body, Allowing your experience to be as it is. And at the same time having a very clear intention to connect in a focused and direct way with what is happening. And initially to keep that quite simple in the focus on the body, on the breathing. Not needing to be too concerned for now with other things. as a way of supporting heart and mind to, to calm, to quieten, to become steady. And from that steadiness, understanding that our intentionality is one of openness and interest to receive what comes with care and with curiosity. And so it's useful in the meditation to take a few moments at the beginning to really consciously check in with your body, to notice what it feels like, how you experience it right now. There may be a sense of brightness and energy, maybe dullness or heaviness. could feel warm or cool, at ease or a little tight. And just knowing however it is to be so. Maybe places that are comfortable or pleasurable to be in contact with. There may be areas of your body that feel a little sore or painful or tight or uncomfortable. And seeing if you can make room for all of that. 
can be useful just to notice the sense of your posture, the quality of contact with the ground, where your bottom is on the seat or the cushion or the bench that you're sitting on, where your legs, your knees or your feet are touching the floor. Sense of being earthed. Allowing yourself to rest on the earth, to be supported by the earth that's there for you. And then taking a moment to feel through the uprightness of your torso. It's really helpful to establish a a quality of verticality, of uprightness in your body. Not tight and rigid, but a sense of strength or firmness in that uprightness. Extending up from the ground, through the torso, neck and head towards the sky. Being particularly attentive to the area of the abdomen to notice there's a tendency to lean forward and collapse over the abdomen and the lower back together with it where we can tend to sometimes tighten up or collapse. So one way that's useful I find is just to sense a quality of inflation in the abdomen, lifting the upper torso. So the rib cage is lifted up above the pelvis rather than leaning down upon it. And the gentle curve in the lower back is supported. And then giving a little attention to the quality of ease and relaxation in your body. Just noticing where there may be places of tightness or tension. And gently breathing with that experience, inviting the possibility of softening without trying to make it go away. So you may notice in your head, around the temples or the eyes, the cheeks, maybe the jaw, Just take a moment to feel, to sense into if there's tension, holding or tightness. Just inviting in a kindly way, in a caring way, a sense of softening or releasing. And sometimes the out-breath can be very helpful with this. If you just feel the out-breath as if you were breathing into that area, has a relaxing, releasing quality to it. Noticing around the neck and the shoulders. Again, if there's tension, contraction, tightness, or discomfort. Taking a moment to encompass that area with a a kindly attention. Breathing into and through the contraction. Allowing the shoulders to to drop, to soften. So the chest is open and the belly can be soft. Allowing the breath to flow naturally and freely, just as it does. And beginning to attune your attention to this experience of breathing in and breathing out as a way of being present, as a way of connecting with where you are. Although the mind, it seems, can very quickly go to almost anywhere, past, future, somewhere else, in time or space, the mind moves And yet the body is always here. And the breathing, your breathing is always happening right now. From the first in-breath, when we are born, until the last out-breath leaves our body at the time of death. The breathing is always here, in the present moment, 
And so connecting with it, we are connected thereby to the living present, the aliveness, and the potential for wakefulness, deepening wakefulness that we have. With that attention to the breathing, as you breathe in and breathe out, noticing what it actually feels like in your body. What are the sensations, vibrations, or whatever you experience as your body draws air in and releases it? So not visualizing or thinking about the breath, not needing to evaluate it, or change it in any way. And yet if it should be that in paying attention to it you notice the breath is affected, if you're not intentionally doing that, that's fine. Just notice that happens. You may notice the full range and movement of breathing in your body. The air is drawn in through the nostrils and down through your throat. You can sometimes feel the sensation of the air molecules touching the skin, the upper lip, the nostrils, the interior of the throat. Noticing what it's like as your chest expands, fills with air. There's the movement and the musculature and the skeleton. And there's a contact of the clothing against your skin. And likewise, as the chest is rising, also the belly is extending, inflating. And again, we can feel that on the inside of our body and we can equally sometimes feel it on the outside. And if you don't notice any of that, if you can't feel or connect at all with the direct experience, as Kirsten suggested last night, you can place the open palm of your hand softly on your abdomen or perhaps the middle of your chest just as a way of making contact with the experience for a little while so far as it's useful. And you're welcome to continue to use that contact to support your awareness of the breathing for so long as it's helpful to you. But it's not required. And so, being in contact with the full range and experience of breathing. While some area of that breathing experience may stand out to you more clearly, that's fine to connect with and focus upon. But at the same time being open to the full experience. Not trying to limit or narrow or confine your attention to just one point or place. And as you're paying attention to your breathing, sitting here in your body, you may notice other things attract your attention. There may be sounds that arise, people moving or birds or activity outside. You may notice sensations elsewhere in your body come to your attention. Thoughts or images may arise in your mind. With all of this, just to acknowledge it as experience which arises naturally as it does. And having acknowledged it, not needing to push it away, nor needing to pursue it or do anything with it. Just returning reconnecting, coming back to the sense of your body breathing. Mindful and conscious of breathing in and breathing out. In this way, allowing yourself to arrive more and more fully, more and more deeply. Just where you are, right here. In this moment, 
right now, just as it is. Breath by breath. And whenever you notice you've become distracted or lost, no longer in contact with sense of being present with your breathing, just begin again. No need to judge or criticize yourself for that, to feel that you've failed in any way. But begin again clearly, renewing the intention to be present, to connect with openness and with interest with care and curiosity, meeting each breath, each moment, in this way.
reconnecting again and again with this breath right here. Beginning again in this moment, right now.
for the last minute or so of the sitting, just again reconnecting, being present, mindful of your breathing, present in your body. So you're welcome to take a moment to bring ease to your body if it needs. With regard to the sitting meditation, it's very helpful and supportive to be quite still and steady in the posture so far as one is able. It supports a quietening of the mind. But to not feel there's some absolute injunction that thou shalt not move. And if you need to make some adjustment along the way, to do so mindfully with sensitivity and include that in your meditation. just want to let you know also that uh, starting this afternoon we'll meet with you in small groups to just speak about what's going on in your meditation and we'll post that later in the morning so you can uh, check the notice board for that uh, before or during lunchtime to see when we're meeting with you. And... I don't think there's anything else practical at the moment. No. No. Okay, good. So in the next period together, it's um, an invitation to practice walking meditation. It's really a continuation of our practice. All that changes is the posture. So very often... You know, walking meditation, and definitely in the beginning of my practice was like the time of. But really, again, as much as you can, giving yourself fully to this practice. And in walking meditation, we are using the movement of the body, and specifically the sensation of our feet touching the ground to connect, to be present. To the moment. Again, simplifying, you know, simplifying our and focusing our intention on a particular sensation in our body, but still, as Janai said, acknowledging if other things arise without having to pursue them and without having to push them away. So in walking meditation, of course, now it's springtime, you know, it's beautiful outside. And also seeing, you know, when you are walking outside in the, in the grounds, you know, there might be a moment, you know, where you might feel touched by the beauty of it. You know, and rather than just focusing immediately on your feet, you know, let it move through you. Don't have to keep it there, let it move through you and then continue 
also quite frequent, frequently was what, what people report is that it's much more difficult to actually quieten one's mind, so much more thinking occurs. And what can be helpful if you find yourself being lost in thoughts about past, future, evaluation of the present, just standing still, feeling your feet touching the ground, taking some deep breath, really getting this sense, being grounded on this earth. And one, one way to see this, which I find quite helpful, if there is thinking going on, there is a lot of mental energy and most likely it's in the top of the body. It's like here. And we forget our feet, we forget our ground. So what can be helpful, again, try if it works for you, it's really just a suggestion, is to even just wiggle your toes or stamp your feet, really with an intention to bring the energy down, you know, to get less head heavy. Just see, you know, if it works for you. And just with the practicalities, you can do walking meditation in the, in the walking room or outside on the grounds. And it is helpful most, especially in the beginning, you know, if you have like a specific, specific um, stretch of land or before, you know, like 10, 15 meters and just simply walking back and forth, really dropping this, in, this intention or this this um, movement that we have to get somewhere, which is so often present when we walk. It's really just walking, just walking. Nowhere to get to. And if you come to the end of your, of your uh, path, stopping, feeling your feet on the ground, turning around, going back. In some, in some traditions or some teachers teach walking meditation or encourage people to be extremely slow. And this is what you might wish to do. But again, it's really sensing actually what speed is for you the best to connect to the walking rather than following a picture you might have in your head how it should look like. So you might start with very slow walking and you might get faster because this feels more supportive for you to connect, or vice versa. So really an encouragement to be responsive to actually what is the most helpful for you, and adjusting your speed, your pace, the length of your step according to this. Okay, any, any questions at this point? Just walking, <laughs> feeling the feet touching the ground. Okay, if you wish, you can maybe get up. Just start already here and step next to your saputong um, and next to your mat because it might be quite wobbly. So you can come forward if you want to just. And just bringing your feet hip wide apart you know if you if um, if you wish unlock your knees it's mostly really helpful and just stand for a moment like really feeling yourself standing you know shoulders as much as possible relaxed and very gently rocking backward and forward and seeing how the weight of your body is distributing itself on the soles of your feet, like the differences when your body is in the front, a little bit in the front. And when you rock back, and also just rocking very gently from side to side and again paying attention to the shifting of your weight on the soles of your feet. <coughs> really getting this sense of, again, as in sitting, being grounded and yet there is this 
uprightness in your body, this verticality in your body. And let's take one step. So just lifting your left or right foot and placing it in front of you and just really again seeing paying attention what actually happens and you know, maybe one more step if it's possible the whole weight gets shifted to one foot the other foot lifts the other foot is placed in front and slowly the weight of your body gets shifted to the foot in front And using this as an anchor, as a place to return to with your attention. Okay, enjoy. And we meet back here in about 40 minutes for further sitting. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.